This is the Geek Therapy Podcast. Join Lara Taylor and me, Josue Cardona, as we celebrate how geek culture is saving the world. Currently, we're focusing on a geek therapy library. The library is designed to help fans communicate through their favorite movies, books, and games. It's a resource for therapists, teachers, and parents to find a way to work with or talk about important things through awesome content. Welcome to the show. So, Lara, I had a plan for today. You always have plans. And they sometimes don't work for you. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes they're they're great. Sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I I had a plan, but uh, right before we recorded, I saw a TV show on Hulu called Casual. Casual. Yeah, I've talked about it in the past. I really, really like that show. It's really good, and it it just uh, premiered the the new season. I started watching it, and I had forgot. That the the main characters are a brother and a sister, and the the sister is a therapist, and so you get to see her life, right, and her relationship with her brother and her her daughter, and she has an office mate. So there's another therapist who has the office next to her, mm-hmm. and. So you get to see therapy um, when she does it. You get to see therapy when her friends does it. Uh, when her friend does it, and her brother started going to therapy too. So it's a show that it shows a lot. That's of, a lot of therapy and a lot of different sides of therapy. Yeah, yeah, and and the the thing that really stood out to me while I was watching the episode was that uh, her the, the the main character um, Valerie, like she she's like. She's got all sorts of problems. You know, she's like a normal person. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and uh, as, the, as the show has progressed, you get to see that her parents were, were kind of messed up. And that's a big theme in the show about how that affected her and her brother. And the show is about really about this these brother and sister who have this um, – I wouldn't call it an unhealthy relationship. Like I, I think they have unhealthy relationships with other people, and like their their best relationship is with each other. Like they're close, um, they're close siblings. Anyway, okay. so so I, I I was I was watching the show, and I was thinking, you know, like that's that's actually really good. Like Valerie is not um, a an an exemplary member of society. <laughs> She's not perfect, <laughs> um, you know. But they show they show that sign of her of like, man, like, I don't want to see my clients today. Or like, you know what? I think I'm going to cancel a few sessions to go do this other thing. <laughs> or she comes in late or, you know, or she's tired and she's coming in. She's got a weird secretary, um, but she's still helping people. Like, I, I, I don't remember exactly if I ever thought like, wow, she's like, she's a pretty good therapist. I think her friend is a lot better. Um, and you get to see more therapy on, on her side now anyway. But but it got me thinking that, that I think um, – as we wrap up Mental Health Awareness Month, it's still May. It is still uh, May. It is still May. <laughs> that um, I, I think people don't talk enough about how therapists are people too. And, and so that's kind of what I want to talk about today because in, in, in media, we don't see – we usually don't see the therapist's life, right? Like maybe, I don't know. Um, I think Bob Newhart was a therapist and wasn't Frazier a therapist? Was Fraser a therapist? I'm, now I'm going like old school, right? Like there are no yeah. um, Dr. Katz. Was Dr. Katz a therapist? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but it's not like you see a normal life playing out, or at least you haven't seen that in a while. So I figured we Deanna could. Deanna Troy both. on Star Trek was a therapist, kind of. She's a counselor. Ooh, it's true. 
True, true. <laughs> true. I mean, it's like, oh, yeah. Technically, yeah, yeah. she plays that role. Yeah. <laughs> she does um, counselor. Future, hashtag future mental health rep. <laughs> and <laughs> um, so, so I mean, like uh, in an episode of, uh, I think it was, what was it, Headshots this week, I brought up the fact that I've, I've been diagnosed with a, um, an eating disorder, ADHD, which I, I talk about a lot. I, I've had PTSD for years uh, due to a car accident, you know, so I'd, I'd kind of like to want to start on, on that side of it where, you know, we, like, we are therapists, but we're not, we also see our own therapists. We have our own issues that we deal with. Um, I like to tell people that I do, like, when people tell me that they, like, they're not feeling great, I'm like, yeah, like, I, I absolutely recommend going to a therapist. I I, mm-hmm. That's why I went to school for that, because I believe that that is a good thing. <laughs> you know, we have our own things. Um, and health-wise, too, right? We've got um, – we're not, we're not perfect no. in general. <laughs> Therapists are fallible. <laughs> they are. They are. Like um, you've mentioned on the show before that you have diabetes, and that's something mm-hmm. that you – is just like a part of your life. Yeah. Right? Every day. <laughs> every single, every single day. minute of every single day. And I've worked with clients when I've had low blood sugar and had to stop and like, okay, I got to deal with my blood sugar now. Sorry. Like, it's part of life. Um, it's tough. It's yeah. Tough. Living here in, in New York, where I'm living now, um, I was convinced that New York City wanted to kill me. Cause I got, I got so many, t- I got so many, I got sick so many times and so badly. And there was one year where not only was I sick and like, I think I got pneumonia. I was in the hospital. I, and then I, I also, like I started having back issues, really, really bad uh, back issues to the point where there were days where I couldn't stand up and, you know, like I've been sick, like, and when I get sick, like I get sick for a while and that, that sucks. Like you have to cancel on clients or, or like you just said, like sometimes like, in the middle of it, you're like, whoa, I gotta, I gotta stop. This is not, I should not have come here today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that happens. It does. And it sucks when it does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you were telling me before that you have, uh, you got car issues now. Oh, you got pr- car problems. Car problems. My car decided to, the check engine light started coming on. So on my way to go see my client, cause I go to homes, I had to stop, pull over, check my car. I show up. My client's like, I don't want you to be my, my, my TBS anymore. And I was like, why? <laughs> He's like, you're late. I was like, well, my car is busted. You want to come help me fix my car? And he's like, no, it's too hot. <laughs> so, I mean, things happen. <laughs> oh, I haven't talked, uh, I haven't talked about that in a long time about being, being late to, to see my own clients. Ooh. I used to do that a lot, <laughs> way too much. That's the ADHD speaking. <laughs> um, uh, you uh, possibly, yeah, possibly, yeah, mm-hmm. possibly, probably, one hundred percent true. <laughs> <laughs> I've got tons of time. I will be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not that, not that you you have people in your life who have ADHD, so you know uh, yeah, <laughs> what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> no. Oh man, yeah. So you know, therapists are, are, are people too. I don't think there's a lot of representation uh, of that on on TV. But because um, I, even regardless of how much you and I talk about stuff that we like, I I kind of want to also bring that up that we 
we do like these things for for real. Like the fact that we like it's not just it's not just for fake. Like it's not like I want to talk about it. Like I'm super excited about it. A whole bunch of geeky stuff. It's cool. It's my life. Yeah, yeah, like we care. Yeah, like we we care about this stuff. Like I like it made me so sad when we got the news this week about Zack Snyder, um, uh-huh. Zack Snyder's family, right? Um, his daughter died by suicide a couple months ago. He was trying to work on Justice League and and he decided to take some time off. Like I was thinking about that a lot this week. And I'm really I'm really scared to look at comments because I'm I'm scared I'm going to see like, "Oh, good thing she died cuz now we don't have to deal with Zack Snyder on these movies and like it that's not a positive like outlook on things. Well, and I and I've seen a lot of people like do that, like say like, "Oh, I hope people aren't happy about that." But I really haven't seen anybody anybody do that. I'm sure it's Good. happening, but I haven't seen that happen. And like, I even like Sucker Punch, you know. So like, I like Zack Snyder. I like Watchmen a lot. Mm-hmm. I like 300. I really like Batman v Superman. And I know you're like the one per- like I liked it, but you like are it's like I like number it, like one it. fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Over at Jedi Council, they did a they did a whole episode recently where they were just talking about how much they liked the movie. So they're they're my kind of people. <laughs> if you don't like uh, Batman v Superman and people who like that show uh, who like that movie, do not listen to Jedi Council. <laughs> <laughs> they really like it. So so you know it's like as a fan, um, like I'm a fan of his. You know, so it's like mm-hmm. it's super sad for, for anybody to go through that. But like you know, I, I care about that, and I'm I'm super excited about uh, Justice League, and I am I'm so excited about uh, Wonder Woman. Check out check out what I what I've done. I'm my da- um I, I've talked about this a little maybe that my my love of superheroes comes from my dad 100. Mm-hmm. My dad loved superheroes as a kid, and he just like that's what we did. Like that was that's how we bonded, and it's still to to this day how we. It's like the the thing that we most talk about. So uh, the fact that there are so many superhero TV shows and movies all at once, it is – it's like a big deal for us. It's a big bonding thing. Mm-hmm. And um, when I when I moved out like as an adult for the first time, a few months after, or, you know, when I got my first real job, I, I actually flew my dad out to – I was living in Philadelphia at the time. I flew him out to Philadelphia and we saw Superman Returns at a IMAX 3D showing. And my dad had never been to an IMAX theater. Like Superman is our thing. So I couldn't think of a better, um, you know, like way to share it than to see it in person and see it like this way. Um, it was, oh, it was so cool. And so in, next week I'm going to Florida to visit my dad and pretty much just so we can see Wonder Woman together. That's because awesome. we're both really, really excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you have any weekend plans? Uh, well, this no, this weekend I don't have anything. Next weekend I'm going to Disneyland with my wife for our anniversary. But it was really tough, a tough call. We want to see Wonder Woman opening weekend, right? Um, and I was like, how are we gonna make this work? I love Disneyland, but I really want to see it opening night or at least opening weekend. I, I don't know what to do. We finally figured it out. We're probably going to see it on the way home, like see it Sunday morning before we drive back so I don't miss out on any Disneyland time because uh, I'm super excited about that too. Um, but it was it was like There's a tough, no way like you're it was not. A, 
It was like a dilemma. It was a dilemma. Like, what do I do? We're planning this trip. We already paid for the hotel. Like, I thought about rearranging our trip so that we could do both. And now it's working out that we can do both. Um, But that's one of those things that, like, I go to movies opening night. Like, most movies that I'm really excited about. I don't want spoilers. You You go in, like... Pajamas. I go. I went to see Guardians of the Galaxy in a Rocket Raccoon onesie. Yes, and I went to see Star Wars: Force Awakens in a Darth Vader onesie. Yes, <laughs> like, and with my Rocket Raccoon like you're a legit onesie. Fan. I am. I am. I went. I went in the Rocket Raccoon onesie with my little dancing baby Groot little thing that sits on my desk, and I pressed the button, and he played the music, and he danced, and it was great. I yeah. This is what I do. There are pictures. I, there I are saw pictures. This. It's true. I am super. I I geek out. Like I don't have the money or the time to do really awesome cosplay, but I will do what I can. I will wear my most geeky shirt that has to do with whatever <laughs> I'm. I've got, or I will wear a onesie, or I will bring my lightsaber, or I will do. You, I will do that because. I love these things. And I'm always teasing you because I'm like, ha, 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 I'm going to see it tonight. And you're going to have to wait till tomorrow. I'm going to text you when I get home and tell you what happened. <laughs> and I never do because um, I'm not a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> Can you um, – do you mind uh, talking about your wedding cake? Oh, my gosh. My wedding uh-huh. – <laughs> well, the wedding in general was um, super geeky. Like classy geeky, it was awesome. <laughs> but but the wedding cake we had we had a really hard time deciding on a theme for our wedding. Um, so the cake was all white fondant, but there were symbols for different um, different geeky things on the outside. So like for World of Warcraft, I had a horde symbol. Um, we had a triforce on there. We had the Stark uh, wolf from Game of Thrones on there. <laughs> We had um, not just Batman, but Batwoman's bat symbol on there. Um, <laughs> Did you have both? We had a Riddler. I think so. Okay. Um, there was a Riddler question mark. We're bo- My wife and I are both big sports fans, so we had a Giants symbol and an Orioles symbol. <laughs> um, there was so much. A Wonder Woman symbol, a Captain America symbol. We had the Empire and the Rebels. It was th- everything geek. Um, and classy, the, classy geek is a good way to put it because the cake was all white and then the, the emblems were also white. It was like, it yes. was monochromatic, but it looked, it looked so cool. <laughs> it it so was the cool. coolest, it was the coolest cake with a rainbow inside, vanilla cake with rainbow in, uh, frosting inside. It was <laughs> the best cake. Um, and we did other things like our cufflinks. I had, um, the Stark wolves for my cufflinks and my wife had, uh, with, um, one picture image of uh, her and Renee Montoya. And on the other one, it was Batwoman and uh, Maggie Sawyer. Um, We had um, a sign at the front of our, um, our table that had uh, at our sign in table that had um, a message from the Starks, like, please leave all weapons here. And we had lightsabers and blasters and like fake swords. It was, it was so cool. It was the coolest wedding. And I'm very proud of myself for it. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're like, well, I don't get to cosplay. I'm like, shut up. You you have this. You, you pr- you've proven yourself. You're, you're good. <laughs> we walked down the aisle to the theme song from Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. It, yeah. 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 Yep. <laughs> yep. That's all I got. That that it, it was cool. Also, I mean, you you said you're going to Disneyland next. Oh no, you're going to Disney World. Next. No, Disneyland. Disneyland. Okay, okay. Uh, so, but Disneyland is like my family's. Like at least for me, I guess maybe not all of my family members, but for me, it's where I go for a big moment. Like my I graduate from high school, go to Disneyland. Graduate from college, go to Disneyland. Um, well, that was kind of the point I wanted to make that you go, you go often, you, you celebrate a lot often. of stuff. <laughs> I celebrate a lot of stuff. I, I go to Disneyland at least once a year. Um, my mom like instilled that in me. We would go all the time when I was ki- a kid. And then after she passed away, we didn't go for a while. Um, and then I got, I got into this, like, I need an annual pass kick and I go, I would go like two, three times a year. Um, but this is how I like celebrate things. Like we went, uh, I got, in, I proposed to my wife at Disneyland um, for our honeymoon. We went to Aulani in Hawaii. Um, and then for our first anniversary, we went to Disneyland. But Aulani and is the, Dis- second, is Aulani the Disney it's resort? A Disney, it's a Disney resort. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Disney is how, is how you celebrate. Oh, my bachelorette party was at Disneyland. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's Disney. Everything Disney. Now, from um, my perspective, just... it's really funny because he's like, I'm going to Disneyland. I'm like, oh, it must be the weekend. I feel like you go there all the time. <laughs> right. Right. But you've known me since I had like annual passes and I that's do true, go there true. all the time. But usually it's like, usually it's a once a year thing. Yeah. It's. It's it's how I it's how I geek out yeah like with my family that is that is our thing, um and now that Disney owns um so many other things I love like I am so excited for Star Wars Land so excited oh, yeah. every time I go to Disneyland I'm trying to peek over the fence to see like what they're doing over in Star Wars Stores Land and um, they own Marvel and this summer I'm so excited I planned this trip so that we could. Do the electric light parade and the guardians and the guardians and thing? guardians yeah. and the guardians right after guardians of the galaxy. Um, what is it? Breakout operation breakout or something. Uh, I think is what it's called opens. And I'm really excited for that. And they added black widow to the lineup of characters you can take pictures with. Oh, and I have been waiting for that for a long time. Uh, and I'm really excited and I'm totally going to fangirl out and take a picture with her and stand in line for like, Probably half an hour to an hour to take a picture <laughs> with a with, with someone cosplaying as Black Widow, <laughs> which I could do at Comic Con, but it's Disneyland. I, I I don't know if I mentioned this to you before, but I would I would love for us to have a Disney podcast on the network. I would I would totally do it. You do it? Okay, okay. We've never talked about it, it. yeah, because um because I'm I'm definitely a Disney kid. I am, but I'm not like. 
I feel you're on a way on a way higher level. Like if I do Disney trivia among among my group of friends and things like that, like I kill. Like it's just it's no contest. But I I would kill you. Yeah, but I'm sure I've met people over the years <laughs> who who are way way deeper, <laughs> way more Disney um, than we are uh, than I am anyway. Not you, not you. Um, so I would I would love to do that because there's just there's just so much. Do we count there... Marvel and and Star Wars in that? I don't I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know allowed, about that, but, but like Disney, it, right? Exactly. And like, I don't know. It's tough for me because like, there's all these books about like things you didn't know about Disneyland or whatever. And I'm like, I know everything, but maybe one thing in that book. <laughs> so like, why will I buy the book? I'm like, I'm excited and I want it, but like, I buy the book and I'm like, oh, I only learned like one thing. Like, that's that's kind of sad. I just spent like fifteen dollars on a book just to learn one thing. Um, and I, it's cool when someone can stump me or tell me something I didn't know um, because I have spent the last 33 years of my life as a Disney fanatic. And I think <laughs> I think we talk about um, like being general geeks versus like focused in on one thing. And I think I can say now that it's both for me. Like I, I know a lot about. I know a little about a lot of geeky things. You're a generalist Disney, with a with a concentration in Disney. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I went to um, Aladdin on Broadway a couple weeks ago. Oh. And it was. I want to see it. It was. It was pretty awesome, but also. Um, I feel like I was like I had the answers to all the questions, <laughs> right? Like the group <laughs> was like, "Was this like this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that's this, that's that." Blah, 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 blah. Like, what, what what is this supposed to be? And what was this guy's name? That's this, you know? Like I was I was in my element. Mm-hmm. It was it was good. It was good. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's something <laughs> we've never really geeked out about Disney on the show. Um, there's there's uh, a lot. <laughs> yeah. And I and I live in I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, and I have the Walt Disney Family Museum, which is really cool. Whoa! I didn't know um, that that was a thing. What is? Yeah. Come visit Josue. We'll go. Uh, yeah. I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Disneyland. I've only been to Disney World, which is crazy. Uh, I went to the to. We're gonna have to do that too. You come to WonderCon again. <laughs> I know, I know. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna do it right next time we go. Um, but I'd like. It's always awesome for me to take people who have never like. So I've been going to Disneyland for I don't know how long. I think I was maybe twenty eight or twenty seven the first time I took my wife to Disneyland, and she'd never been to Disneyland. And it was amazing. Like, I had a whole new spin because I was showing someone. I, I got to, like, live vicariously and have my first Disneyland experience with her. Um, and then I got another Disney first with – I got to go to Disney World for the first time since I have a friend who lives in Orlando um, a few years ago. And that was cool to, like, have my mind blown that there were things there that weren't in, in Disneyland. And so – I guess that's the one area I don't know much about is Disney World, but yeah, yeah, I'm a Disney freak. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so it's, yeah, I, there's just so much I want to say, but I'm not, I'm not going to. I have the Black Cauldron on DVD. Do you even know what that movie? Is? Yes, yes, I do. I do. Okay. That's legit. Okay. That's legit. I, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm super excited about the new Ducktales. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. I will give it a try. But like, I'm glad that they're gonna give that to like. I don't want to hate on it because I I'm glad that they're giving that experience to a whole new generation of people. Um, but 
But like the voice There's cast, something. like David Tennant is is uh, is Uncle Scrooge, and now there's something about the animation that's throwing me. It's off a little, yeah, 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 yeah. It. It's it's different. It's definitely different. But um, my favorite character from Ducktales, Gizmo Duck. They just announced that Lemonol Miranda mm-hmm. is going to do the voice. I'm uh-huh. geeking out about that. I'm just, that of course thing is so you cool. are. Of course you are. <laughs> that is so Aww. cool. Oh man, I'm just glad that Gizmo Duck is in it. And and he looks he looks he looks way more badass than you see. He's like broad. It's <laughs> he, <laughs> pretty big. Oh man, I'm excited. Um, yeah, Disney, Disney, Ooh, Disney. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, Disney. you know, and, and again, like I, I don't want to establish uh, like it, it, this isn't about geek cred. It's about like just like we're real people and we really like things. Uh-huh. Like Friday, I got a chance to go see Alien Covenant. I went because I love mm-hmm. sci-fi. I love me some good sci-fi. It's definitely my my favorite genre, and so I was there first day. Like that's sometimes there's sometimes that I feel like, man, like I really should watch this thing because it's it's pop culture, it's geek culture, it's relevant. People mm-hmm. are talking about it. I want to make sure that I'm I'm in the know. I want to make sure I'm in it. But very rarely, like very very rarely, do I actually have to go. And I don't want to. Right. And that's for me. Like, I'll go see the movie. But if it's something that I am really passionate about, like, it is opening night. I have to go. Yeah. Like, I'm, I like, it's one of those things. Like, I really love Disney. I don't necessarily know if I need to go see the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie opening night. But I will go see it opening weekend. Like, (laughs) that's a given. But, like, I don't, I'm not as worried about. Spoilers on that, but things like Star Wars, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, anything of of Marvel or DC, like I, I'm really hoping I can somehow get my way into a early screening of Wonder Woman because I will see it and then see it again on the way home from Disneyland. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> How excited are you uh, about Wonder Woman? I am so excited. I have been excited about that movie since I heard the riff for her music in uh, Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. It like I get chills every time I hear it, and I think I said that when we when we talked about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was at that panel at San Diego Comic Con, sitting like three rows away from Gal Gadot, and her passion for the character. And the way the trailer, the, that first trailer for Wonder Woman uh, came out, I just, I was crying. So I'm excited to keep, every time I see a, a, a trailer, like a, a sneak peek or a trailer on TV or like see some a billboard or something, I am just, I cannot wait. And I was not a big, I didn't grow up being a Wonder Woman fan, Um that's more my sister's older than me. She she's more in that generation that watched uh the Wonder Woman TV show and but I'm just so excited. She is going to be amazing and I cannot wait to see what they do with this movie. Yeah, I don't know why I started reading Wonder Woman comics a lot at one point. And it's I've read I think I've read in DC, I've read most uh like mostly Batman. And then mm-hmm. second, Wonder Woman. There was a time even when like in the New 52 where I was only reading Wonder Woman and not reading – and I had fallen behind on Batman. It's because – I don't know. There's something – and 
and there's older stuff that's kind of weird that I don't like as much. But everything mm-hmm. that's been going on in Wonder Woman for the past like six or seven years, I really, really like it. And so, I, yeah, I'm su- this, super excited. This run for Rebirth with Greg Rucka as as the writer is amazing. Um, I've that's one I don't like doing. Um, I don't. I don't usually like getting monthly comics. I like waiting for the trades so that so that I can get a collected six issues and like read through it and remember everything that's going on. But this is one that like I have read through everything, and it's they're putting out two issues of Wonder Woman a month. Like I'm reading it all the time, and I love <laughs> it so much. Um, and and I've met Greg Rucka, and he's such a sweet man, and he. He's doing his best to do right by this character. Um, He's such uh, a good writer. He is. He really is. Oh, man. But uh, I can't wait for the movie. (laughs) I'm so excited about it. Uh, I mean, it's it's summer blockbuster time. It's time for the big movies to come out. It is. It is. Oh, man. Um, Speaking of just therapists being people, too, I... So a few months ago, you were always talking about moving. Well, you were talking mostly mm-hmm. about like buying a condo. Buying a condo. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is stressful and boring and made me play a lot of Disney Emoji Blitz. Yes. Oh, Disney yeah. Emoji Blitz all day, every day. Oh, <laughs> I unfriended someone else last week because they kept getting first place on my rankings. <laughs> if you play Disney Emoji Blitz, you understand what I'm what I'm talking about. Um. <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah. So I'm moving. I'm still trying to get ten friends to play so I can get my Doug. I got Doug. My Doug I know you suck. <laughs> I um. So I am moving next week. So that's gonna do something weird with the, with the uh, schedule. I'm not mm-hmm. sure exactly how that's going to affect us. What I'm thinking is that probably next week. We'll put out the roundtable that we did. So, so we did a, a Geek mm-hmm. Therapy Network roundtable where we we had hosts from all six shows. All six shows were represented. Technically, I represent four of them, so that's kind of <laughs> cheating. But but all all six shows were represented, um, and we and I wanted to do something like that. And and for a while, and you know, Mental Health Awareness Month, I wanted to do something else that was special. And uh, so I, I might put that out as next week's episode. I'm thinking so that'll give me an extra mm-hmm. week to prepare for episode 100 and move, <laughs> because <laughs> sometimes you gotta you gotta move. Um, sometimes, sometimes you gotta move. We took like you and I took three weeks off together when I when I moved. Yeah, that's true. I didn't prepare ahead of time. I didn't think I need it, but I think I'm gonna need at least at least one week. So, and and this is kind of like off topic, but I'm considering moving our show to Mondays instead of Fridays. Ooh, I want to experiment with that because Jedi Council has been consistent and they're always on Fridays. Um, and I feel like Mondays would be a good day to try something. So I might, I might even just move us to Monday, which will technically give me an extra week. <laughs> It'll actually push 100. Yeah. Uh, it, it's technically only three days, but it, it's also like an extra week. I might do that. I think I'm going to do that. Um, and, and there, actually there's something else that's happening, um, very soon also, which is that I, I'm getting my Nintendo switch finally. Yep. Yep. So I'm. I'm kind of obsessing over it because I, I, 
I went and because I'm moving, I just finally decided to get rid of a whole bunch of consoles and, and games and stuff that I had. And I was like, you know what? I really haven't used them in a while. This will clear up at least two boxes worth of stuff. And and it's about time. So I took a lot and of stuff. And the Switch is way less than than a box oh, yeah, of stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I went and it was two weeks ago. And I was like, I don't know if I'll get enough for a Switch. Oh, yeah. I got I got <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I got way more than enough for a Switch. So because it's still in, in such high demand, it's so hard to find. And... Mm-hmm. You can you can you know run around and and keep looking for one every now and then and, and line up. But I went to GameStop, I traded stuff in, and they're like, yeah, we have bundles. So I ended up pre-ordering. I had enough credit to do a five hundred dollar bundle. So I was like, yeah, I'll do that. So I was like, how long is it going to take? They said oh, about five days. <sighs> that was three days ago. Five days was five days was three days ago. So it's been it's and you're freaking out. So it's so stupid. I've kept buying accessories like every couple of days. I buy another accessory. <laughs> <laughs> I bought I bought cables just so like I could get there. And finally, I got my shipment notification today. And uh, but I'm oh man, I'm so excited. Actually, I played seventy hours of the new Zelda on Wii U. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't finish the game, and I didn't start like grinding all the stuff, all the other stuff I wanted to do. Because I was like, man, you know what? I think I think now I'm finally I finally want to do it on Switch. And so now you gotta play all over again. Yeah, Zelda's my favorite series. So I this is the first time ever that I'm looking forward to starting a game over. I'm really, really mm-hmm. excited. Really, really excited. <laughs> <laughs> so actually so a couple, you know, some some extra free time without podcasting will give me more time to while I'm moving and playing, it'll be It'll be good. Mm-hmm. And I'll get a couple of trips lined up and, and all that. Yeah. But I'm I'm moving. I'm looking for a new job. Like there's all this, again, therapists, therapists are, are people too. Ther- therapists are people too. Oh, man. Yep. So I think, I think, I think, I think we've made our point <laughs> mm-hmm. that um, we, and we are not, we are not um, special in, in, in that regard. Um a lot of the people that I know, right, uh, who are therapists are also people. Now, I have met those therapists who are a, like a lot. A lot of therapists are people. They are real people. Yeah. Now, I have met a few who are like, no, you cannot share any personal information about yourself, and you cannot laugh with clients, and like they purposefully build these walls, and it's actually part of their training, mm. and you know, and their their philosophy on how to do these things, and you know what, that is that's definitely a minority, you know. I mean, I have my boundaries with my clients and things I don't talk about, but I for sure will geek out with a client over something that they're really excited about and I'm really excited about. Well, um, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to have boundaries, but I mean, like, you know, you and I talking yeah. out in the open about things like this or about things we like, um, some people won't do that, you know? Um, yeah. Some people, f- I don't know, like, definitely boundaries is a whole other conversation, you know? But, uh, mm-hmm. like, how you act when you see a client in public, for example, like that's, that's stuff like you need to prepare for that too. But, but you know, if you ever, you know, even if you get the impression that that, they're not real people, they are, (laughs) they are, they are, there are no therapists that are not people. You can run into them at the mall. You can run into them at the movies I think I had a coworker who ran into a former client of hers when they went to go see a movie. Like it happens. It it happens. Yeah. We we live and breathe and eat and 
have likes and dislikes and we sleep and we poop and and we do all things that people do we go to the doctor and we get sick we obsess oh and we obsess over new video game systems or vacations <laughs> oh man we we live for the weekend we do we do <laughs> <laughs> I totally live for the weekend. I love my job. I love working with the clients I work with. Um, but I totally enjoy the fact that on the weekend I go to comic conventions or and sometimes I'm working when I'm at comic conventions, but other times I'm just there just to geek out. <laughs> yes. Okay, so so to wrap up, um, we got an email. Another email. Yeah, this is exciting. Yeah. So actually, you know, to be honest, we we get we get written we get emails all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just don't bring them up. I'm trying to make an effort. No, I just I I just love giving you crap. But so so this email is is kind of interesting. I'm going to summarize it for you. And I just I just want to get rather than reading the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So this is. Um, He's a writer and he's doing um, an article and he just wanted to get some some thoughts. So this isn't your typical um, email that we get. And, and technically it's just for me. It's not for you. But I want, I want, I, I want to get your insight. So okay. essentially the question is how different is it for clients to relate to a story or a character when it's a video game? Right or an or or an interactive experience, versus what he calls a passive experience, like watching a movie or reading a book, etc. Do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, we've discussed before about how playing games puts you in that person's shoes, um, or in a person's shoes that is interacting with that person with the with the character that is relatable um i think you and i have talked about how and i don't want to bring it up again but i'm not going to get into a big uh stink about it but 13 reasons why oh not again has this, <laughs> right but it has a vibe like um life is strange the game life is strange um and for me playing Life is Strange had, like, I know I had a, a, like, a visceral reaction, like a gut reaction and to, to 13 Reasons Why, and it, and it affected me. Um, yet another example of therapists being people, too. Um, but in some ways, playing Life is Strange had an even more emotional effect on me because I could relate to the coming out story because um, I played max that way um but also like my obsession with the character chloe and like not that i wanted that i that i related to her i think i related more to max but she was the kind of girl i always liked when i was in high school um so it was very relatable to me and i think i had more of a like it was it was a reaction that stuck with me longer than with um my relation to Hannah in 13 Reasons Why. Um, and I think that's because I was in her shoes playing and I could make decisions for her. So so even when you say making decisions for her, right, You, we don't really talk about that when we're talking about a game. Uh, I'm sure that if I go back to that episode, we did a whole episode on Life is Strange, 
we didn't say, well, my Max did this or my Max did that. We said, well, I chose this and I did that. Yeah, exactly. And and there's something really different about watching – I guess Clay would be the, the main character in, in 13 Reasons Why and watching him go through what he's doing versus me mm-hmm. giving Chloe the morphine, right? It wasn't Max who did it. It was – it was me. me. I made that decision. Yeah, and yeah. and I did it. And I, there's way more weight to that, right? Because I actually had a choice, and I didn't have to. And actually, both choices sucked, right? In that in that moment in the game, yeah. and it was so hard. And but it's different than watching Clay deliberating for a second and deciding, and then doing something and yelling at him like, "Why are you <laughs> doing that? Why just do this?" Or like, or being like, "Yes, like that's exactly what I wanted." Like that type of that type of um, reaction is. Very, very different to Mm -hmm. you just staring at Chloe, staring at your controller. what do I do? Yeah. And then making a decision and dealing with that consequence, which ultimately doesn't matter in Life is Strange. (laughs) But in the moment, whoa. But in the moment, it is difficult. Yeah, yeah. In that moment, because you don't know that it's not going to matter. Yeah, yeah. You don't know that. So it's like playing out. I mean, it is. it is different. It's totally different. Yeah. And I mean, you know, um, so I think I think that it doesn't matter what type of game it is. It doesn't have to be um, like that's a third person story driven game. It can be mm-hmm. a first person game. It can mm-hmm. be, I mean, even something like you could be playing the original Mario and I've, I've, I don't think I've ever heard anyone actually say this, <laughs> right? But <laughs> but I'm sh- I'm sure you could... You know, someone might be like, man, you know what? I felt like – actually, this isn't a, just a hypothetical example. But, you know, like when I'm depressed and I can't get out of bed, I feel like, you know, in Mario when he's underwater and he feels like really heavy and it's hard to get up, you know, and you have to keep pressing that button to get up. Like that's how I feel when I'm depressed, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. I'm sure somebody has said something like that in the past or felt that way. So it, it doesn't it doesn't matter what kind of game it is. The feeling is something that you can – again, it's, it's – you can feel the action. You can feel the, the, mm-hmm. the effect of – or the consequence of an action and you don't get that from, from a movie. And I was thinking about a book that's written in the first person. Even then, I think there's – it's a little closer but it's still not the same because you don't, you don't have a choice. It's someone literally telling you the story. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like even if you were seeing it it's through their not. eyes, it's not – um, it's not the same. So, so I, I the do... only thing that could be similar is like a choose your own adventure book. This is true. This is true. Um, yeah, that that could be similar. But I like a lot of people. You would, read them all. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily read them all. But like, I would like always mark the page with my fingers and be like, okay, well, if that doesn't end up good, doesn't end up good, I'm gonna go back. Yep. And I'm gonna do the <laughs> other way. So. Um, I'm taking the left yeah. door instead. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you hmm, do you think? Can you think of any other examples of? Um, I don't know. I think that I think that of media that's not a game. No, no, no. Of of, uh, of uh, an experience in a game that's like very unique. I'm really glad you brought Life is Strange because that that morphine, you know, that that particular example is one that continues to stay with me. By the way, Life um, is Strange new game is coming out. Yes, and I'm super excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want more Chloe. (laughs) More Chloe. 
Um, oh, wait a minute, but, but it depends. I know. I oh, know. yeah, it depends on your ending. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I wonder. Ooh. Uh, oh, I wonder man. how they're gonna do that. This yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 oh, that's gonna be crazy. Um, there are other games that are that kind. I mean, those are. I mean, there's a lot of games that are like that where you're at, what you're ch- what you choose. De- like determines the rest of your game. Like the Telltale games are like that. Uh, Walking Dead is one that I'm in. Thinking about in particular that even gives you the percentage like in Life is Strange that like this many people you know did this this many people you know did this and even yeah but even like those games those are those are on on the one hand I feel that they're bad examples in terms of like your your choices don't necessarily matter in the end you're always gonna mm-hmm. end up in the same place Life is Strange actually has a, a larger variety uh, in terms or or like the two the different endings are way more different than what you can usually yeah. get in a Telltale game but it's like in between in those moments there are moments in the games where you you don't know what to do and and mm-hmm. like you really feel. Like uh, in in Walking Dead season one, there's a scene where um, I think Katya is her name, the mom, and Duck, the little mm-hmm. boy, right? Like there's a decision there that you can make and it ultimately doesn't matter, but the position that you're put in to make that decision is really uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of anything else, but that's good. I think I think that was a good – Yeah. It gave me that's – a, that's a good game to go to. I hadn't thought of Life is Strange um, mm-hmm. in my reply, but I, I think I'm going to add that. It's pretty good. Thank you. Life is Strange is like perfect for everything because it's an amazing <laughs> game. <laughs> your your crush with Chloe is is I'm concerned about it. Chloe's the best. You know I have such a and once again therapists are people too. Mm-hmm. Um, I have such a hard time playing Horizon Zero Dawn because the voice actress is the same. And so oh. I'm like, Chloe, <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> you poor you thing. don't have blue hair. You're not Chloe. <laughs> Did you see that Horizon has a like a selfie mode now? Like a what? yeah. So you know, it has it has. A I photo don't know mode. anything about Horizon. I got Zelda. <laughs> this is true. I I heard. I was listening to another podcast where somebody was saying I played a little bit of Horizon and then I don't know what happened afterwards. I guess I was busy. It's like. Man, two days later, Zelda came out. It's what happened to a lot of people. It's what happened to me. And and Horizon is so good. It deserves I know. a lot of time. I know. I regret not but, having but played Zelda. it Zelda. Yeah. I, I need to get back into it. But anyway, so Horizon has a photo mode, like a lot of PS4 games. Um, you can turn off the entire HUD, and then you can move the camera and take these pictures. But now they added kind of a selfie mode. A selfie mode? Yeah. So she'll do different poses. Oh, my gosh. At the camera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she'll do like a heart with her hands. She'll do a peace sign. She'll like do all these different things. It's a, uh, it's pretty interesting, actually. And so does um, so Zelda does. has a selfie mode too. Yes, it does. You're right. It does. He <laughs> does do poses. Oh man, video games. All right. Well, I think I think I feel good about our conversation. Mm-hmm. I talked about you know we are real. We have we have issues. We have problems. We have stuff we have to deal with. We arrive late sometimes, um, and we we do like things too, and we like to have fun, and uh, mm-hmm. we are people too. And you know, again, 
something like uh, the TV show like Casual, I'm glad that it shows a therapist living their daily life and it shows a little bit of their professional life and and mental health is just a big part of that of that show and that's not even what the show is about, but I'm glad that it's, it's there. there. And I yeah, and it does stand out to me because of that. I'm just so glad that it is a good show. I think it was nominated for I want to say it was one of the it was either a Golden Globe or an Emmy. I don't remember for the for its first season. Hmm. It's really really good. If you have Hulu, check it out. Um, it's it's really good. And and again, just a cool perspective. All right, so I think we decided I'm, I'm, I might just experiment with moving to Mondays. Next week will be I'll publish the roundtable. And spoilers, it's it, we talk about there are ten reasons why again. <laughs> but it's different. But it's but it's different. But it's different people. It's different yeah, people. Yeah. I mean, you and I are there, but and the, there's and there's a lot of a lot of different opinions on things, which is good. Yeah, yeah, host, yeah. Sometimes yeah, Josue and I are like the same person. Sometimes we are, we are. Yeah. Some, and even like Disney World versus Disneyland, is it really that different? Not really. <laughs> when it comes down to it, not really. I can't believe I didn't talk to you about the the Disney podcast idea first. I talked to other people about it before you. I'm so sorry. I, I am I am the Disney the Disneyest of the Disney fans. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, Lara. So I, I'm gonna go move. You're and, you are gonna go move and I'm gonna go to Disneyland yep. and watch Wonder Woman. Yep. So when we come back we'll definitely talk Wonder Woman. Oh, can't wait to Aww. talk Wonder Woman. Aww. And and um, yeah, check out some of the other shows on the Geek Therapy Network. All the hosts or hosts representing the six different shows will be on next week's roundtable. And those shows are Jedi Council, which looks at mental health and fictional characters. There's Ruling for Change, which is all about transformational experiences in board games. Although I always, since I'm there, I'm always talking about video games anyway. Uh, <laughs> Geeks and Family Therapy is a, another MFT and a media psychologist slash caseworker. Um, they're talking about family and media. And then there is Headshots, which is a gaming and psychology show, and Psychtech, which is a psychology and technology program. Good stuff. Good stuff. I like the network. Yep. If any of those things interest you, check them out. Or the roundtable will be kind of like a sampler. In a way. A sampler tray. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Until next time. You've just listened to Geek Therapy on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. For more about Geek Therapy and our other podcasts, visit geektherapy.com.